Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Buzz on Business. I'm one of your hosts, Gabe Tiefenthaler, and today we're joined by a couple e-club representatives to talk through what the club is and how they are revamping it. All right, so I guess we'll start off with introduce yourselves. Um, Who are y'all? What do you do? What's your majors? And why are you here? Yeah, so hi, um, I'm Lainey Varner. I'm a junior um, here at OSU majoring in entrepreneurship and marketing. Um, We're here today because we're part of the Entrepreneurship Scholars and we're starting the e-club. My name is Jake Romer. I'm a freshman here and I'm also majoring in entrepreneurship. Um, And I'm also helping Lainey and Jack and John with starting the e-club. And yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, that's. I'm happy you guys are here. So, what is E Club? I know when I heard it for the first time, I was like, I, I, I'm assuming it's Entrepreneurship Club, but what is it? Yeah, so E Club is the Entrepreneurship Club. Um, we're revamping it this semester. It's going to be brand new. Um, it was um, a club on campus a few years ago, um, but I think after COVID, some of the people who were running it graduated, and so um, we've been um, in charge of revamping E Club. And so it's been really exciting. Um, our whole goal for the club is to just create a community for entrepreneurship students on campus. Um, Even if that's not their major, um, engineers and um, other colleges definitely need um, some experience with entrepreneurship because it's a big part of a lot of people's career. Um, And so we're just trying to make a community of entrepreneurship-minded students on campus, create some events for them to come to to form that community. Um, And we're hoping to connect with the community of Stillwater as well and learn from some small business owners within the community. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, COVID definitely took a damper on a lot of things. Uh, what have been some difficulties with starting up a new club again that kind of died off? Yeah, it's just been really interesting because um, there's already like a social media page. There's already a campus link page. And so we're trying to decide if we want to completely rebrand. Um, but at the same time, um, we don't want people to get confused whenever they're searching for eClub and there's already things out there, um, but we don't even have access to those pages anymore. So we can't um, redo them. We would have to completely make something new. Um, and so there could be some confusion with that aspect. Um, but also, um, people haven't heard of eClub anymore. Like, I'm a junior and this is my first year on campus where it's going to be a thing. So we're trying to just find a whole new base of students who are interested in this. And it's, um, interesting to search for students and try and get them involved um, in something that they've never heard of before. So, Yeah, I definitely say, um, so a part that I'm going to be a big part of what I will be doing in E-Club is the recruitment part of it. And that's definitely going to be a more challenging part, especially since it was taken away. Um, like Lainey said, we do have a social media page and all that, but we don't have access to it because those who did have it at the time are now gone. Um, but restarting that and um, getting a base of students and things like that that are willing to come all the time is going to be very difficult since we are starting this from the ground up. So that over the next couple of months and probably the next couple semesters is probably going to be our biggest challenge is getting, you know, constant numbers that will come again and again and again to help build like the community of eClub. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a senior myself walking around, you hear those giant clubs like BSC, AITP, you see they do all these meetings all the time. So what are some of your ideas to kind of market that and get like students to come and to like know what eClub is? 
Yeah, um, we've started, we've gone to some of the club fairs um, and we've created a group me. So any student who seemed interested in eClub has joined our group me and we're going to use that to send out information. Um, but one of the things that I'm going to be doing, one of the roles I'm going to be doing is a lot of the social media and marketing. Um, and so we're working on creating a new Instagram account and trying to promote that. Um, and one thing that um, some of the professors and entrepreneurship department um, has helped us with is they said that um, they might be able to help us with a sweet ticket giveaway. And so we think doing something like that um, on the Instagram page would draw people to follow the account and interact with our page. Um, and so that's something that we're hoping to do sometime in the future. Um, and we think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and there's someone who has a suite who's wanting to interact some more with some students. So it's kind of a win-win for all of us. That's awesome. I would love that idea. Uh, so you said both of y'all are entrepreneurship students, but yes. the club itself is open to any students. Yes. Um, entrepreneurship club is open to all majors. Um, so I'm hoping to get some engineers and other people who just kind of maybe don't have time for like a minor in entrepreneurship, but might be really interested in it. Um, and I think that a lot of engineers and other students compete in the business plan competition and other things like that, that the Riata Center offers. So mm -hmm. this would be a really great way um, to get connected with other students. And it might pair like an engineer with an entrepreneurship student and then they might be able to enter like the business plan competition or something like that and that community can just kind of allow them to find other people to enter in these programs with yeah thanks for the business plan plug there. that's great <laughs> always if you haven't heard about the business plan competition join um yeah i think i think that's great um i feel like entrepreneurship is one of those majors that a lot of people have as a hobby but they might not choose it as their like full major mm -hmm. whereas like if you like engineering you're going to do engineering as your major you don't really do that as a hobby um so having that open to all majors is great because i'm sure there's lots of people that have business ideas and just haven't done anything with them uh but since y'all are both entrepreneurship students what has your experience been like in the entrepreneurship school yeah i've i've loved it so far um how i actually ended up being an entrepreneurship major, um, whenever I was in high school, I came to a leadership conference here on campus, and I'd never even heard of entrepreneurship before. I didn't really know the term very well, um, but I met a girl, um, I still remember her name, and she um, was an entrepreneurship student, and so she told me about all that it was, because we had a college panel like at that conference, and people talked about their majors and their experiences at OSU, and she told me about it, and she gave me her phone number, and so like during my junior year of high school, whenever I was ever thinking about anything, trying to figure out where I wanted to apply or what I wanted to major in, um, she would text me back and forth and like let me know about her experience. And that's how I ultimately ended up here at OSU and majoring in entrepreneurship. Um, but all of the professors are really nice and like they're I, the entrepreneurship professors are super special because just the creative aspect of entrepreneurship um, makes all of the professors really interesting. They like love hearing all of your ideas. A lot of our um, classes are discussion-based. Um, and so there's just a lot of free reign and creativity, which I really appreciate. That's something that I value. And so I like that aspect of maybe not all of the assignments have like hard guidelines, but they let you kind of mold it into whatever you would like. Um, and I think that's really important and it really like promotes creativity and independence. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, um, Like... Well, so I am still just a freshman, yeah. so I haven't had much experience. But from what I have learned and what I have experienced so far is it's like the, the entrepreneurship scholars is probably the biggest like feeling I've had of being an entrepreneur because us four, we're just kind of 
thrown in there and um our guys were just they just told us like hey build this and that's it and that's the first time it's like shocked me like wow I'm an adult now and it's been like I really have to get this done and so you know you're constant I was constantly thinking about different events we got to do different um different things we got to plan and how to get people with us and like activities we're going to do to help shape the mind of business like people to a more entrepreneurial type um and so it's been kind of hard because I'm starting to learn how to do that by going to class um but classes are great. I love them. It is very difficult because it's not just like, it's not like economics where like, this is supply, this is demand. Yeah. It's like, this is how you have to think when you're in this situation. And learning how to think in different situations is kind of hard whenever you're being taught it. Um, because sometimes those things are just what is already built inside of you from birth. But um, learning how to shape your mind that way has been a lot of fun. It's very challenging. Um I'd say for this first month that I've been here, <laughs> but um, I'm having a lot of fun. The professors are great, um, and I just I really love the school. So it's it's been a lot of fun, but it is very challenging. But I like that it is challenging. Good, that's yeah. great. Um, what what made you uh, in high school want to set your major as entrepreneurship coming to OSU? Uh, well, I plan on starting a supplement company. Okay, and that's like that's been my lifelong goal. I've always wanted to do that, um, and. Yeah, and like, cause I just love the fitness industry and everything mm -hmm. like that. Um, and so that's what I want to hit hard right after college. But um, I've worked in the same exact field right before I came to college. Yeah. Um, I worked at like a local gym. They sold supplements through there, and I was a top salesman. Learned all about it. Learned about the ingredients, things like that. Know what people like, all that type of stuff. And so I just love that kind of things. And um, doing that for my own is what I really planned on doing because. Uh, yeah, like I worked for a manager and stuff like that, but I was like, I want to be that manager. I want to be that guy that has created these things. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what I strive for after college is to do that whole thing. And coming in here is like, I didn't want to just manage in management. I didn't want to just do management. I want to do entrepreneurship. Like I want to do it for my own and I want to learn how to go out on my own and do my own things. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what supplements exactly just for, uh like just for myself yeah I, I so really know it could it. be arranged from protein powders to creatines okay. to also pre-workouts then another thing i'm going to try to hit hard on is different kind of food supplements so my mom she um she was diagnosed at like the age of 40 with celiac so i grew up without like with a really clean home and all mm -hmm. of that compared to my friends, like I'd go to my friend's house and they'd be throwing Twinkies and <laughs> Cheez-Its and all this stuff at me. And I'm like, I, you can't eat all that stuff all the time. And yeah. so um, it's, I can always see how much of a struggle it is sometimes when we go out of town or whenever we go to eat at different places, how hard it is to find food for her for to eat. Um, and so that's always been a big motivation for me to create a supplement that could be easy for her to digest and for other people who are going through the same situation while they can still get the nutrients that they need for their body to help build muscle or to help get the vitamins they need or to help yeah. something like better themselves in a way through nutrition and um also I've been working out since the sixth grade yeah. um and I've loved it I love the fitness industry and creating supplements is like that's always a great that's a big part of the fitness industry because without putting things in your mouth like food or supplements anything like that without doing that you can't change the way you look yeah and uh, i want to help people become the healthiest 
that they can be with the cleanest ingredients they can find. Um, and the supplement company has kind of been corrupt with using different dyes for things and using like not the best ingredients. And I want to try to find the balance between that. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> So if I was a student and I wanted to join eClub, what would I benefit and what would I get out of being a student member in eClub? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that eClub will provide is just the community aspect. Um, so where we can form a community, get to know other entrepreneurship majors, um, bounce ideas off of each other. Um, but we're also planning on hopefully doing some workshops. Um, our whole goal is we don't want to just like invite a speaker and that's all that we do is like, listen, we want to try and do some more hands-on stuff and have a little bit more interaction. So we're hoping um, to plan some workshops um, where the students actually get something out of it. We get some practice maybe doing something. Yeah. Um, they could learn um, a skill, something that's valuable to them rather than just um, listening to someone speak. And I think Jake has a really good idea for one of our workshops about the Shark Tank thing if he yeah. wants to touch on this yeah one. so they kind of it was kind of sprung on us during the meeting the yeah. other day but um i had the idea like we always do especially in entrepreneurship classes we do elevator pitches things like that um but one that kind of just popped in my mind is we could do a shark tank style event but what would happen with each group is they only get a certain like certain time limit to come up with an idea then a certain time limit to pitch it and they'd go against another group and we could do a tournament style and then whoever wins, figure out a prize, maybe, I don't know, maybe go into tour a, a or somewhere else. A sweet ticket for a yeah. football game. A sweet yeah. ticket, yeah, exactly. So um, some, a little bit form of competition, a little bit of added stress with the time limits, um, something to really push the students that want to come to E-Club, which um, I think would help, especially in real world-ish kind of situations. Yeah, I mean, I... I think that's great. I remember my uh, intro to entrepreneurship class. You have to do like a little 90 second pitch. Um, I don't know if you've gotten to that yet, but that was one of the most nerve wracking things I've ever done. And yeah. I I think coaching people up on that will not only help with people who want to start a business and need to pitch like that to people, but also just public speaking in general. Um, Cause I was very shaky and it was not a good 90 second pitch. I will say that much, but <laughs> So you mentioned in our meeting the other day that you were looking at pairing with some local businesses um, around Stillwater. What's that kind of going to look like? Do you have any ideas of how you want to do that? Yeah, um, we actually just ended up kind of filling out the rest of our leadership team with some other entrepreneurship majors. And so we're going to have um, a couple people who kind of chair our community engagement um, and we'll kind of head that. Um, but what we're looking at right now is um, we haven't really reached out to any of the places in Stillwater yet, but we're really wanting to find a few places where we can actually go there, be hands-on and learn from them about their experience, opening a small business and, and their experience doing that in Stillwater water. Um, and so um, some of the businesses that we've kind of thought of is maybe one of the breweries like Iron Monk or Stone Cloud mm -hmm. going, uh, touring their facilities, um, learning from them and just hearing um, what their experiences are um, and getting any advice they might have from us. We thought that would be fun and students might enjoy that. We yeah. could go hang out there and eat some food. Um, we've also looked at, um, there's a new charcuterie place called Social 174. Um, Very delicious. I am kind of a 
charcuterie board um nut i love them i think they're so fun and so i think that that would appeal to a lot of students to go um maybe go there and learn about their experience opening it because i remember like my freshman year um their instagram page would do like giveaways sometimes for boxes and stuff and then now to see that they've like opened up a storefront is really neat so i think that would be a cool experience to go maybe we could have like a grazing table or something and just learn from the owner like their experience um, but that's some of our ideas. Um, we don't really know how it's going to go yet cause we haven't really quite started it, but I'm really excited to see that and just get acquainted with the Stillwater community and learn from their experiences, but also see, um, what opportunities are out there. Yeah, no, there, there are lots of opportunities as well. I mean, we've had many local people on the podcast and you mentioned stone cloud. We're actually having, um, Matt, I believe his name is, uh, from stone cloud on the podcast in a couple months. Um, but the Riata Center used to hope. I don't think we're hosting fail up night anymore, are we? Not right now. We used to do fail up nights with local people or people from Tulsa um, who were business owners or started a business and no longer work in it. Uh, and they would just kind of talk through their failures and stuff like that. Uh, and I remember students ate that up. They loved hearing how, um, you know, super successful people also fail. Because um, I feel like that's a huge fear uh, in the minds of many people with like a lingering business idea back there, but they're like, oh, it's probably not going to work. I'm just going to fail. Um, whereas like in the entrepreneurship classes, they talk about fear of failure is terrible. Like you mm-hmm. have to fail to learn. Um, so I think pairing with local businesses would be great for students. That'd be awesome. Um, so we mentioned your uh, supplement business idea. Uh, Lainey, do you have any business ideas of your own? Honestly. Every time people ask me, I'm like, I have so many ideas that I just don't know what I'm going to ever end up doing. Um, But I think for me, a lot of it might depend on what size of city I end up living Mm -hmm. at because I don't I don't think that I personally necessarily would want to create like a product. I think I would want more of like kind of more of an experience. Um, And so I love wedding venues. I think the wedding industry is really fun. not that I'm going to have a huge old wedding or anything because that's a lot of money, but I think um, someday in the future, I've always kind of had a dream of opening a wedding venue. I think yeah. that would be something that would be really interesting, maybe something outside of the box or um, restore a historical place in Oklahoma and turn it into a wedding venue. Um, they're on the highway in between here and Ponca, there's this um, big stone barn that's for sale. And mm-hmm. I, as soon as I saw it was for sale, I was like, I wish I had the money to buy that <laughs> and turn it into a wedding venue. Um, but I think a lot of it will depend on where I end up living. Um, I really like, I don't know, small boutiques, stuff like that. Um, I kind of just like have a knack for neat spaces like coffee shops or restaurants and stuff that are yeah. really neat, have some type of neat aspect to them. Um, I think all of that is really fun. Um, but all I know is like whatever I end up doing, I just hope that it somehow impacts my community. Yeah. Um, this um, summer, I went on a study abroad trip to Zimbabwe with um, the, the leadership program here on campus. And we talked with um, a lady. Her name's Tara I. Trent. She's a really amazing lady. She has lots of books. But she talked about how um, she like laid out all of her goals for her life. And she had like these four goals. And then her mom 
basically said he was she was like you need a fifth goal like you have to come back and impact your community and so that really just inspired me like your life has more meaning if it's impacting others and can impact your community so I hope to like have a goal number five in my life always and don't forget that if someday I get caught up in the business of everything I just want to make sure that what I'm doing has meaning and that it's impacting someone yeah that's awesome um so as someone who's not an entrepreneurship student and looking at it from the outside, what is one thing that you would deter non-entrepreneurship students or people who aren't in e-club uh, from thinking? So like what's one idea that they might have about entrepreneurship or what e-club is that's just completely false? Um, I think a big stereotype is people think um, entrepreneurs are just money-minded people. Um, which I think is completely false, just like what Lainey said. Uh, her mind is there with helping the community she lives in, and mine is with helping people who might have eating problems or um, who are trying to better themselves through their diet. And, uh, you know, with all with all the, all the problems that people go through, money, thinking about just money won't get you there. You have to have the passion for helping people or have the passion for, you know, succeeding somewhere else rather than just money. And that is what can drive you through all the problems that you'll go with, with um, losing money starting a business or going through with starting up something new. Um, It's not going to be easy just going through and seeing money at the end goal. You have to see what you want, which is with Lainey helping her community, with me helping other people. Um, That's what you have to strive for, and that's what you have to be passionate for. And lots of people think that, oh, you're an entrepreneur, you just want to own a business because you want to be rich, which, I mean... In the end, yeah, that will come. That will come. It's a benefit, but it's you have to have the passion of doing something good for the, your community or doing something good for everyone else. Um, you can't just come in here thinking about money, or else I don't think you'll get anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. Uh, of all the uh, entrepreneurs we've had on the podcast, or I've talked to through the Riata Center, not one of them is money hungry. Um, they're all super passionate about what they do. Uh, we had a, a guy named Chadwick Bailey, who was a the owner of a Scuba Savvy, which is like a scuba shop. Um, and I've never seen someone so passionate about scuba diving um, yeah. and just like teaching people how to scuba dive. Um, and it was great. Uh, I think that's a huge stereotype that people have on entrepreneurs. Um, and I think that's great that... Um, you guys recognize that that's not not how it is. Um, Lainey, do you have any? Yeah, I think that um, often whenever people think of like the entrepreneur, they just think of like few and far between someone with the big, big personality, one big idea and just like basically like that they're already born that way, that there's mm-hmm. they're going to be born an entrepreneur and there's just so many entrepreneurs that are out there. And like, if you are one, you're one. And if you're not, you're not. But I just, I don't think that's true. I think there's entrepreneurship and a lot of aspects of life that people don't recognize. Um, and I think that anyone could have entrepreneurship like in their lives mm-hmm. and like create that mindset and that way of thinking to get there. And so I think people sometimes are like, well, I don't have some big business idea. I'm not creative or whatever. And so they're like, I'm never going to be an entrepreneur. Um, But I don't think that that's true. I think that um, everyone has some type of entrepreneurship in their life and some people just play on it more than others. Um, And so I think just kind of 
trying to debunk the stereotype that you're born an entrepreneur because I think anyone can kind of um, become an entrepreneur at some point in their lives. Yeah. I, Richard Gajan, you guys mm-hmm. know who that is? He, he was my entrepreneurship professor. And I remember this quote from the first day of school. He said, you're not born an entrepreneur. You're built to be an entrepreneur. Um, and I think OSU does a great job with their entrepreneurship program in that. Um, but yeah, that was great. We always, so thank you guys for being here. Um, we really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast, talking about what E-Club is. I'm sure a lot of people can uh, get a lot out of that. Well, thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, hope to see E-Club take off like never before. And um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your year. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank Thanks you for so having much. us. This was a really fun experience. We've both never been on a podcast before. So thank you all. Yes, thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of The Buzz on Business. Make sure to follow the Riata Center on Instagram and Twitter at Riata Center and the Spears School of Business on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn to keep up with everything business. Tune in next week when Dean Eastman and Dalton sit down with the Vice President of Business Student Council.